0: With no fees or minimums, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than deciding to listen to another episode of your favorite podcast. And with no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See capital1.com/bank. Capital One NA member FDIC. <laughs> Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and Jerry's hanging around, filling in for Dave, whose spirit permeates us all. The spirit of Dave be upon you. Peace, brothers and sisters and everybody. <laughs> uh, and uh, that means this is short stuff.
1: Yes, Dave's spirit, who has settled upon us. Like the great stink of London? No. No. Did London did. did have a great stink. We talked about it. This we is the a great smog.
0: That was a good episode, too, if I remember
1: correctly. Sure, they got a stink and a smog, and they yeah, were both great.
0: Poor London, I mean, come on. There's a lot of terrible things happening to the air over there, and technically, it's their own fault. But still, you hate to you hate for that to happen to anybody.
1: That's right. Uh, this was a smog in 1952, specifically December 5th, mm-hmm. when uh, the day started off okay. But then, as it is London, uh, not surprising, a fog starts to roll in, as it often does. But then this fog. Uh, combined with the smoke of London at the time, which we'll get into, uh, smoke plus fog equals smog, it settled in and kind of parked it there for quite a few days. And it was bad. It was really bad. And it's really saying something that
0: that it was so bad that London even named it because London was, like you said, very known for fog. It was also really well known for smog. Apparently, mm-hmm. complaints about the smog problems Um, have been recorded as far back as the 13th century in London. So they've had smog for a long time, and apparently it was somebody from London who coined the term smog to begin with. So they knew their fog, they knew their smog, and this one combined was so bad that they named it the Great Smog. It was just that bad. And it's, it's hard, but also easy and kind of fun to get across how bad this smog was because it did all sorts of terrible stuff to the city and the people who lived there.
1: Yeah, I mean, you've got uh, you got factories pumping out smoke at the time. You got people's own chimneys pumping out smoke. This was December, so there were fires going all over the place. Uh, you had cars. Uh, I think they had gone from electric trams to diesel buses. That's a good move. Uh, recently, so there was a ton of smoke uh, combining with that fog to make it a very caustic situation. Uh, to the point where, you know, of course, it's England, so. They're going to be like it's all fine, cheerio, and you know go about our day. Right. Uh, and they did their best, but even within that first day, it started to literally shut things down.
0: It did. Um, it it shut things down in that like you you if you were driving at the time or you tried to get your car out, um, you like you would just end up abandoning it on the street. It was too dangerous to continue on. Um, all of the shipping uh, transportation on the Thames stopped. Um, there, there were some bus service I saw in a history.com article that some of the bobbies would, would walk slowly in front of the buses that were trying to operate with like a flashlight, um, just to, to serve as like a beacon for them to follow through this. And even that proved to be too much. The only way to get around was the underground, which was brilliantly located underground and away from the smog, but even the indoors wasn't safe, right?
1: Yeah, but first of all, you're talking about cars. Are you saying that someone might leave their flat and go down to their garage to get in the car and it would be so bad they might get uh, scared and hide in their boot?
0: Oh, man, that was beautiful. You just earned us a lot more British listeners, I think.
1: A lot more pints?
0: Mm, I think you just lost a few.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, things were bad indoors. I think there were reports of... Um, it, it, movie theaters that couldn't show the movie because you couldn't see the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, There were reports of people not being able to see their feet, walking around, standing up, not being able to look down. I wish I knew the British word for feet. Uh, Shods. They couldn't see their shods. <laughs> <laughs> but it
0: spelled like Worcestershire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But imagine that. Imagine looking down and there's smog. Not just fog, smog that is making you choke and cough and wheeze. It's so thick that you cannot see your own feet. This is part of the problem. I did not see this. I couldn't find confirmation of this. Yumi told me about this, and she was reading me some stuff about it. One of the things she found was that people would, would accidentally walk into the Thames, and they couldn't get out because they couldn't see the Thames from the smog, and they would drown. Like it was that ever, bad. Is, is
1: she you, uh, working as a research assistant? Pretty, like pretty much.
0: Now, yeah, I got her on the payroll.
1: How do I get that?
0: You already have that, buddy. Who's that? Yumi. Oh, I thought you <laughs> meant like, how do you get that
1: role? No, how do I get it for myself? You I want need a your own? I, don't um, I don't
0: know. I don't know. How about your daughter? She's getting to to reading age.
1: Yeah, she's not into this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Trainer Young, Chuck.
1: I'm trying to. I get we get emails from people who are like, "Oh, my kid is six or seven, and they uh-huh. listen to the show." I'm like, "Really? Yeah, all right."
0: I think it's just not. It's not so much that she's not into it. It's just that's what her dad does, and who finds whatever their dad does interesting? Nobody.
1: She flipped out when we were on Jeopardy.
0: Oh, did she really? What'd she think about that?
1: I mean, we watched Jeopardy, so she just thought it was the coolest thing ever.
0: Oh, that's really cool. So it wasn't like a special, like sit here and be quiet and watch this TV show that you've never heard of before thing. She watches Jeopardy.
1: Uh, she watches it some with me, and she every time I answer a question first, she's like, she thinks it's some kind of weird black magic.
0: <laughs> so that's
1: the thing, though. I think that proves my point. She
0: is into it and smart and curious. It's just that she's not into whatever her dad's job is. That's what I think it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, she loves story pirates. That's her jam. Oh, yeah, Pete's uh, thing, right? Yeah, which made by our friend in part by our friend Peter McNerney. And I, I keep telling her, Peter and Beth and their family came to Georgia, and we all went to the lake together a few years ago. And I keep telling her, I was like, you know, Peter, he went to the lake with us. She's like, like, really? No, no, and I'll show her pictures, and she's like, that's him? I don't remember that. <laughs> that's him. <laughs> hey, that's the guy from the Valvoline commercial. <laughs> that's the
0: guy from the ATT t commercial.
1: He was in a Super Bowl spot. He's in tons of stuff. Yeah. All right. So enough of Peter McNerney. Let's take a break. And we'll talk more about the smog right after this.
0: Listen to this it's a game changer. Amazon is now in healthcare. Yes, Amazon. It's called Amazon One Medical. They offer same day appointments. And if that's not convenient enough for you, they also have 24 7 virtual care. No waiting in pharmacy lines with people who probably all have something worse than whatever you're there for.
1: Again, this is a game changer. Thanks to Amazon Pharmacy and Amazon One Medical, healthcare just got less painful.
0: So, it's really fun to talk about all the stuff that just went awry during this this fog, like you said, people couldn't see movies anymore because there's so much smog that came in, uh, unless it was
1: awful true um like uh, ambulances not being able to run or people walking into the Thames
0: right. What the about other stuff is What fun. about robberies and perch snatchings increasing?
1: Sure, you're gonna have an increase in crime when all those uh oh there's a good word, British word for a criminal, I can't think of it. Uh, but uh, uh I don't know. They would they would definitely purse snatch with that heavy fog.
0: Yeah, man, I don't whatever know if the it either cat burglar. Yeah. <laughs> well at any rate, um one of the other things that happened to Chuck reportedly was that an entire um herd of cattle in nearby Smithfield, I believe, um, died, choked to death on it. And that really reveals like just how how much this this how bad this was. And and I, I don't know if we've said it or not yet, but this didn't go on like just on December, um, December 5th, 1952. This went on for five days and it kept yeah. getting worse. And the whole reason it kept getting worse is because remember our heat waves episode? Yes. So an anti-cyclone, a, a, um, I believe a high pressure system. Settled mm-hmm. over London. It was thirty miles wide. And it settled over London and it basically kept any breeze and air at bay. So all of those smokestacks and emissions and all that stuff just kept building and building and building. And they were trapped at roughly surface level. Uh and over five days they just kept going because this this low or this high pressure system would not move and finally went out to sea on December 9th.
1: That's right. Uh and in the meantime it exacted uh, a very large health toll uh, there have been differing uh, numbers on people that they can directly attribute to dying as a result of the great smog. Mm-hmm. I think back then they said it was about four thousand people. Uh, these days people say it might be more like twelve thousand people. yeah uh, that is an astounding number of people to um, and you know, granted some of these people were probably had, you know, breathing issues or asthmatic or COPD, but it would push them to death. Uh, I don't know about, like, completely healthy people that died within those five days, but 12,000 people is a lot of people, no matter how you slice it.
0: Yeah, over (laughs) five days, that wouldn't—I mean, the point is these people wouldn't have otherwise died. That's those deaths, like, directly attributable to this. And it was so bad that the British government basically was forced to act— um, they came up uh, four years later with the Clean Air Act. And this is the 50s, and they're coming up with the Clean Air Act. Like, it, when you think about environmental policy and, and movements and stuff, you typically think of 1970 as, like, the beginning of that. That's how bad this smog was, that they came out with a Clean Air Act in 1956 directly because of that smog event.
1: Yeah, I mean, L.A., I, I remember when I was living there, people would say, Oh man, can you imagine living here in the 1950s and like when it was just so clean and beautiful and the <laughs> 1950s in LA were awful. Yeah. Terrible, terrible smog back then and the smog I think got worse in LA through the 70s and then things started getting better, but it's way better now than it ever used to be as well as in London thanks to stuff like the Clean Air Act and then I think later on uh there was another smog crisis in 62 mm-hmm. where they um I think they added some more teeth to the Clean Air Act. But, you know, basically they offered a lot of incentives. They offered a lot of restrictions on industry and, you know, people. But they also said, hey, why don't we try things like electricity or natural gas right. or oil and we could, instead of burning this coal all over the place.
0: And it worked. I don't believe there's been a great smog since 1962. So way to go, London. Way to pull it out.
1: Go, London. Uh, you got anything else? I got nothing else except to say that we want to one day come back to London and do more live shows.
0: Yeah, totally agreed. And um, in the meantime, uh, thank you for listening, London. Thank you for listening, to the rest of the world. And thank you most of all, Chuck. I think we can say to Yumi for coming up with this one too.
1: Oh, it was her idea.
0: Yeah, she's the one who told me about.
1: It. Uh, we got to get her on the on the payroll.
0: I got her covered. Okay. Okay. Uh, everybody, short stuff is out.